Solid Rivers is a three-piece indie rock band from Canada. Their thoughtful and introspective songs have insightful looks into the human condition. Their most recent record touches on coming-of-age themes and blends them with beautiful melodies and harmonies. The album was recorded during the pandemic, and the band had to adapt to a new way of doing things. And the results are fantastic. I had a chance to chat with guitar player Khalid about the songs. I hope you dig it. Cool. Well, um, I was wondering if you could just uh, talk a little bit about the recording of the album. Uh, was it recorded uh, during the pandemic or before the pandemic? Or um, uh, how did that whole process work of uh, recording? It was recorded all throughout the pandemic. It started in March 2020 in Connecticut. And we were at our producer's studio, uh, which is a giant kind of old Victorian home in, in uh, near Bridgeport, Connecticut. And we got about maybe a little less than halfway through the record when the world started to fall apart. So we're from Canada. So we had to, we were kind of worried we would get locked out of our own country. So halfway through the recording process, one day our producer was like, I think you guys got to go home. So we all got in the car, drove home, planned to return to uh, the studio to finish the record. Didn't end up being able to do that, but we kind of worked on it remotely. Uh, kind of all around for the rest of the year. We did a bunch of it in each of our apartments in Toronto, um, kind of family cottages, uh, random studios. It, it, it kind of turned into, uh, it was a little bit piecework how we had to do the album, but it really, we, we became, uh, we became a lot better like producers and engineers in the whole process. It was, I think it was better for it. We learned a lot. Yeah, that's interesting. I've talked to so many people who have recorded um, uh, over the last couple of years and uh, similar stories of having to do things um, uh, distanced and send files to each other and all that. Um, do, do you think you enjoyed the process? I did. It was definitely arduous. Like there was parts of it where it, I would have loved to go in and finish a record in a month and just like, this is our time we're doing the record and we don't have to like overthink things. And I think there's a, there's a, it becomes a mental battle where when you're working on a project and listening to the songs again and again, you could, you could very much like convince yourselves into things or convince yourselves out of things. You fall out of love with songs, but all things considered, we had like a lot of stamina and we had like new songs come out throughout the process that we wouldn't have been able to write. Um, I enjoyed some aspects a lot. I think for our next record, I want, I want to go back the other way and say like, here we're in the studio for 10 days let's make a record this one took like a year um but i don't know there's pros and cons to every process i think it's i think it's uh it just there's many different ways you can get to the same place and making a record is the most like circuitous kind of a million decisions go into making a record um so I think it's just about the people that you're with and the mindset you have. And I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out considering like, I don't think it sounds disjointed at all, even though like they were many, many different sessions. And that's a credit to our producer. Our producer is this guy named Peter Cadis who did records with like the national um, head and the heart um, paper kites, Kurt Vile, like a lot of really cool sounding records. And he, just the way he approaches mixing and making a record made it really easy for us to to make something that sounded super cohesive even though like 
some stuff was recorded just like in this apartment that I'm in that sounds terrible with like a USB mic at the beginning. Like it's, it's kind of run the gamut of like super high quality equipment and studio situations and then just bedroom stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how stuff like that will create its own, um, uh, it, it, its own um, barriers and and limitations and whatnot, and that, that can actually help help the project. Mm-hmm, definitely, and it's like it, we we have endless time, and like we could do like a vocal take from our couch and just have it feel like real and intimate. There isn't all this like glitz of like a professional studio and stuff. It's, <laughs> we're kind of forced to make it like really ourselves. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. So, how does um, songwriting work in the band? It's kind of in in every way. I think I started out as the primary songwriter of the band, and I've still write most of the songs. But um, this past record, a lot of the songs we wrote, uh, Devin and Andrew and me wrote in L.A. where we we were living for a couple of months. Um, sometimes sometimes I uh, write with like professional songwriters in Nashville and stuff, and that's been like a really awesome experience where i've met some of like my favorite collaborators um it's really everything we've got like a we've got like a pretty unselfish like best song serve the song at all times mentality when it comes to it so um it's nice that everybody in the band is a songwriter and nobody's really precious about this has to be my idea like we all like believe in this thing that's bigger than ourselves which is cool yeah that's good it's good to collaborate like that. I really like the song um, Bedrock, and I thought that it had a really cool sound to it. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that one. one of our favorites too um that one i think it's one of the only songs on the record that we've recorded probably the entire time like we really took our time with it and some of the parts of it are from the original sessions in connecticut and we added stuff the entire way and changed it um that song was just kind of fun for us like it's uh it's a song about mental health struggles and depression which is a heavy subject but it's always felt like it's been uh been a catharsis and like a celebratory song because the idea the idea is like being at the end of your rope and feeling like you you're you're done you can't you can't uh pick yourself back up and once you submit to that idea it's pretty it can be pretty freeing and i think the whole band like felt the sentiment and really put ourselves into that into that song and what turned out to be like a really fun way, like a joyful song, which is nice for us. I know sometimes we get the, we have a lot of saddies, so it's fun to play <laughs> the, the up-tempo songs. Yeah. Yeah. Now there, there's some, some ones like that are a little more up-tempo that connect with people, like thinking about love. I was watching some of the live performances of that and uh, it's incredible. The light, the connection you have to a live audience. It's, it's, it's pretty powerful. Thanks. Yeah. That's like one of our, that was one that we released we didn't really get to tour when we released it. So 
after we started touring after the pandemic, we had so much new music that we got to release. And it's pretty surreal to go from seeing that people like some of the songs on the internet to seeing them scream it at our faces live <laughs> at a show is awesome. It was really cool. I bet some good catharsis happening there is, is, is um, uh, mental health issues. Is that a, a topic that you guys have written about quite a bit or is that kind of a new thing for you? Um, I think so. I think we've, it's, I think we kind of dive deeper into it and explore different sides of ourselves and other people. Um, I know that we have a song that right, came out before the record called pink shades. That's kind of from the other perspective where, you're, you're taking care of a loved one who's going through some mental health struggles. And that was a really special and important song for us to write. And I think that's just, it's just the nature of life, I guess, that uh, we were singing, consoling somebody else and then singing to console ourselves and kind of really trying to be vulnerable and real with how we're feeling. I, I think I'm, I'm not very good at that other than in music. Like I'm not very good at talking about my own feelings. So it's been helpful. And the way it, like everyone in the band is extremely close and we've like lived together and been partners for years. So like, it's nice to sing about these kind of things, but also like experience them with your friends that understand what you're going through. Like bedrock is about me being depressed and my whole band saw me be depressed and made that song made my story into like our story. It's such a communal um, thing we get to do to, to work on art together. That's about our own lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. And I can tell you as a, as, as a fan of music, um, that kind of stuff is, is really nice. It's, it's really helpful um, to hear um, and when, when someone else is being vulnerable enough to share that. So I appreciate that. Thanks. We try. It's hard, but we, it's, uh, that's what I connect with as well from, from artists. So we try our best to dig, dig into that. Right. Absolutely. Well, I really liked um, Neon Stars as well. And um, it, it really stood out to me because it's a little more stripped back, a little more bare. And uh, I'd love to hear the story about the recording of that one. Yeah, that one, uh, that one is pretty similar to uh, just the voice memo that I made the, the day I wrote that song. I wrote it with a woman named Caitlin Smith uh, out of Nashville, who's an incredible singer songwriter. Um, I was just a big fan of her before. So I was I kind of got set up to write with her and was really excited. Um, and she's just one of those born to be a songwriter people. Like we got in the room together and I was like, Hey, I have this kind of idea played her like the skeleton of the chorus. And she said, what if it's this saying the whole chorus top to bottom? And I was like, this is why you do what you do. And we, within an hour bouncing back and forth, wrote the song, like had met her for the first time that day. And we felt like we like, became great friends and, and wrote an awesome song. So um, there was, and then we recorded it that day and there was this kind of energy to the duo nature. Like we sang it together. Um, and I knew that Devin and my band would be awesome with it. So we, uh, we kind of wanted to channel that for the recording. So unlike most of the other songs on the album, we were at a proper studio um, and it was just one night at the studio. We plugged in. We didn't overthink stuff. We kind of, I kind of tried to play it like dumb and jangly on the guitar and make it just, this is what the song is. And we sang it live together and it 
it's a it's a nice moment it's a nice moment of being like stripped and kind of a different feel than the record and whereas other songs like bedrock where we talked about like we added layers the entire time and added a bunch of stuff took stuff away kind of really really sculpted the arrangement and that one was like what you see is what you get um which was is is a kind of nice change of pace for a song on the album yeah yeah, I was thinking about the sequencing of it because it comes in a cool spot too. It gives it a little bit of a, you know, like not a lull, but you know, the the, the stripped back nature of it. Yeah, it's a cool placement Thanks. of it. I like that. Well, I also liked uh, Amsterdam uh, quite a bit too, and I was wondering if uh, you could talk a little bit about the story behind that song. It was always absolute. Everybody said we were moving fast, but now I'm pretty over school. Switching out my books for the real price And all these dreams of Amsterdam Where you surprised me with a yellow bike With a basket didn't match it I guess I'll never get Yeah, yeah, that one, uh, it was mostly Dev in our band that, that wrote that one. She wrote it about uh, her cousin who she has like a sister relationship with. Um, was meant to move to Amsterdam with her long-term boyfriend and he broke up with her over the phone like a couple days before they were meant to go together so she was devastated um, none of us have even been to Amsterdam but Dev had this idea for the song uh, and this was early in the writing process of the record and I remember she didn't she played the idea she's like I don't know if I like this part of it like she was kind of unsure about the idea, but the song was just great from all the parts that she had. So I was like, we definitely have to finish the song. This is awesome. Um, so I think me and her finished that one. That one's a cool one too, because like, I feel like in our music, a lot of the time for like the verses, like storytelling, like traditionally like folkier type stuff, I usually take the story and the melody and the verse component, but I really like that one because Dev gets to like kind of sing this song that is her story and like all the verses and take you on the storytelling journey mm -hmm. um, that exists in like kind of a fun, fun place for us. Yeah, that's great. Well, you mentioned too that you guys are heading out um, uh, touring here pretty soon. To, you're leaving tomorrow uh, for, for the tour. Where are you guys heading out? We are headed to Pittsburgh first. I'm gonna leave. I'm just gonna look at our website because it with release season right now. It is our heads have been on a swivel. I haven't even. I'm about to pack for this tour after uh, after this call. We've got uh, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Indianapolis, Madison, Omaha, Kansas City, St. Louis, Louis Louisville, Louisville, um, Birmingham, Athens, Asheville, Charlottesville, Baltimore, Asbury Park. Holyoke, Maine, Providence, Portland, Maine, Burlington, and Buffalo. So wow. we're doing a bunch of college markets. Uh, a bunch of them we haven't played before. I'm pretty, uh, pretty excited. Um, but yeah, this will be this will be the first time visiting some of these markets. Some and then other other ones we haven't played in years and years. So it'll be cool to uh, see who's still out there. We've we feel like we've, we're on a bit of an island up, up here in Canada, so it's always fun for us to come down. Right. That's cool. Yeah, Midwest down to the south and then back up to the northeast. That's mm -hmm. that's that's a good tour. We're packing for all seasons. 
yeah <laughs> a bit oh so uh, how has um has there been much it seems like europe has been a lot more shutdowns as far as covid goes with touring i've been noticing that um online but it is, is does everything seem like pretty good like you can be able to do the tour and you should be good i think so we i'm, I'm afraid to commit to say everything is going to be good but it it our tour in europe is in may and we've 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 pushed postponed it i think just once before um so we're pretty optimistic about that. We have some Canadian dates that like uh, we don't really know about, um, but everything seems to be rolling again. Like we did a full US, US tour in October. That was awesome. Um, and this one that we're leaving tomorrow, I assume is still on. Nobody's told me <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> right. but we, we've never been to Europe before. So we're pretty stoked about that one. I've, I've got a good yeah. feeling about it. That's good. That's good. I hope it works out for you with no hitches. It seems like we've kind of peaked and, and the numbers are starting to come back down. It's still bad yeah. everywhere, but um, I think that's a good sign. Um, I think by the spring, um, we're going to be in a pretty good place as far as shows and stuff goes. So that'll be good. Um, well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you guys are going to get out there. And uh, I think the record sounds fantastic. Um, I, I really like your guys' sound. It's, it's such you. a cool blending of, of, of different styles and stuff. It's good stuff. Um, people want to know more about you. Um, what, what's the best place to look for you guys online? Um, if you do the old Google of Wild Rivers, we are on all of the social medias. We have wildriversmusic.com is our website. That's also our Instagram handle, at wildriversmusic. Um wild rivers on twitter um yeah i think i think if you find one of our social medias you could probably access all of all of it and our new record is sidelines that comes out february 4th um via network and we are very excited about it absolutely all right man well i appreciate you connecting with me and that's all the questions i had for you so thanks for uh thanks for connecting thanks well it was great talking absolutely I wish you the best of luck out there on tour. Thanks. Hope to see you soon when we venture out your way. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Wild Rivers for taking the time to chat. Check them out online and show them some support. And while you're at it, give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Leave a comment and tell a friend. It really does help with the show. Until next time, everybody. Have a good one. Have a good one.